Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, episode number 27, The One Secret to Creating Your Vibrant Life. If you are ready to discover the one secret to creating anything you want to create your vibrant life, to create anything you desire, then you may want to give this episode your full attention. Welcome. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology as helping create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for the lost overachiever who wants more, but without the hustle. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. You can have that fulfilling career, that relationship, the abundance that you so desire, all by taking aligned actions, simply by tapping into the power of the brain, your inner wisdom, and ancient practices. I will help you realize that your vibrant life can be created by inner wisdom, self-discovery, and stillness, and not by hustle. So tune in, folks. I am delighted that you're here. Hey, what's up, visionaries? This is your host, Padma Ali. So this episode was inspired because of a client I'm working with currently, And when I work with clients, I often get information that's relevant and specific to them during my meditation practices. But once this particular information came through, it became very clear that it would benefit pretty much everyone. So I decided to create a podcast episode on this. So are you ready to discover the one secret? to creating your vibrant life. So first of all, you know there's no such thing called secret because when you hear the secret, you're going to be like, oh, this one. I know it and I know how powerful this is. But here's the piece that many of you may not have already realized is that if you don't use this well, you're going to miss out. (laughs) So let me share. I mean, what I'm going to do in this episode is share what the secret is to creating your vibrant life and also elaborate on how to use that specific tool to create pretty much anything you want in your life. So before we go any further, there may be many pauses in this episode. So be ready to start writing in your journal as well with the questions I ask. And also you may hear some little voices in the background because like many of you, my kids are home and doing virtual schooling. So you may hear some pitter patter and noise. And as you know, I don't edit these episodes very much. So it is what it is. Are you ready? The secret to creating whatever you desire is, did you catch that? (laughs) 
If you did, that's pretty amazing. And if you didn't, that's also okay because I didn't give you many cues, did I? So the secret is silence. Rumi says, the quieter you become, the more you're able to hear. The quieter you become, the more you're able to hear. You know, in today's society, where we hardly ever stop, the world is in our fingertips. You click one button and you can speak to someone the other corner of the planet. We're always, always on our devices. So how do you create silence? And why is silence the key to creating anything you want? And that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. This is a very powerful episode, you guys. It is, I think, not I think, I know for a fact, if you are able to master this, you can create anything you want. So what do I specifically mean by silence? Silence for me is silencing the brain. And for many of you, silencing the brain is hard and sometimes even scary. Why scary? Hey, you have to be with you. (laughs) You have to hear your own thoughts and voices. And sometimes that's pretty hard to be with your own self, isn't it? You know, and I'm going to elaborate on why it is hard to silencing the brain because we're not used to doing that. When I was growing up in the 70s and the 80s, there was no phone. We didn't own any TV. I actually got rid of our TV 10 years ago, and I am so glad I did. But that's another story. And that and getting rid of my TV has nothing actually to do with watching TV. Yeah, you heard me right. I'll explain later. I know I can go on a rabbit trail sometimes, so I'm not going to go down that path. But what I am specifically referring to is that there was no noise in the background like we have right now. I had to be with myself many times. And if I got bored, I had to live with it. Read books, play by myself or play with some friends in the same neighborhood. Like, I don't know what I did. I don't remember now. But, you know. You know what I mean. But now my three-year-old tells me at 6 a.m. that she's bored. (laughs) Like, bored? (laughs) I had to stop myself from losing my mind when she said 6 a.m. She's like, I am bored. I was like, what has happened? We are so used to entertaining, being entertained all the time, aren't we? nothing wrong nothing wrong with that i'm not there's no right or wrong in what i'm saying in what what i'm observing in our in our universe right now but my question is what are you running away from if you can't be in silence that's my first question to you what are you running away from when you can't be in silence Actually, you know what? Let's start with why silence is the secret to creating your vibrant life. And before we continue, I also want to clarify that silence is not the same as meditation. 
Meditation is one way to silence, but silence and meditation are not the same. So if you're confusing them, I will explain later. And to show you that silence is an unexplored secret in creating anything you want, I want you to consider why successful global companies like Goldman Sachs and Google and Apple and Medtronics have all introduced meditation and mindfulness to their employees. Why are they successful and why are they talking about meditation and mindfulness? In fact, Harvard Business Review had a couple of articles on how meditation improves creativity and how successful companies like the ones I coded um, including the ones I coded, not just the ones, including the ones, have leaders who advocate mindfulness and meditation for their employees. Why is that? Steve Jobs often was quoted as um, being an avid meditator, and like that's what he would use. And he was very, very, very much into meditation and sil- and quietening the brain. I don't think that's what was coded, but whatever. Like, ah can't speak right now. What I mean is Steve Jobs was often said to use meditation as an important tool for creating his company. So when you, so if silencing the brain is hard, by the way, if you didn't already notice, I say brain when I talk about silence, because the brain is what keeps us on autopilot. I'm not using the word mind specifically because brain and mind are different. So when you silence the brain, you actually have access to the mind, which is universal consciousness or the larger consciousness as a whole, which is exactly what we want to access. And I'm going to explain that more in this episode. So first, let's talk about why is silencing the brain so hard? Because as humans, (laughs) we like to know the reasons first before we can make some changes. Is that not? Oh, goodness, why can't I speak properly today? I keep stammering over my own words. So let's talk about silencing the brain first. Why is silencing the brain so hard? The first reason is that it's really hard to hear your own thoughts, isn't it? For many people, those thoughts are negative, they're critical, and who wants to keep hearing critical negative things about our own selves, right? It's hard to sit with your own self. So let me ask you, if you don't like spending time with your own self, what makes you think others will want to spend time with you? It's an important question to ask, right? So the bigger question I already asked right in the beginning is, what are you running away from if you have a hard time being in silence? What are you running away from about your own self? Now, the second reason why silencing the brain is so hard is also because of habit. It's plain, simple habit. You've heard me talk about neuropsychology and how habit and brain is often pretty much closely connected. 
you haven't yet learned to stop the brain from firing its neurons. So when you when you keep filling up your time with things, it's often because of habit. What also happens is that if you notice, you could be sitting in your car at a stoplight and you immediately pick up the phone. If you go to the bathroom, you're, you have your phone with you. Like there's no moments of being quiet, being still. And I am equally, you know, at, at I do the same. Like it's hard. It's, it's so hardwired to not pick up your phone or like do something or pick up your computer and or scroll to social media. It's really hard to, to not do that. And that's all because of habit. And you can change that because it's just plain, simple habit. Now, the third reason why we have a harder time silencing the brain is because as humans, I believe we have shiny object syndrome. <laughs> yeah, you might have seen that already in your own life, right? You pick up the phone, you look at one thing, then you look up something else. And then the next minute you come up for air after an hour and you're like, what the heck is happening? Why am I looking at this hunk's photo? Or why am I on the page of what Kim Kardashian's dog is wearing? I made that up, guys. I have no idea whether Kim Kardashian has even has a dog or even if I'm saying her name correctly, but that's what popped up into my head. And so I'm speaking that. But you know what I'm talking about? Like you have no idea. You start with one thing and then suddenly you're doing something else. And it's really hard. Like that's how that's how the brain is programmed to do. It keeps going from one thing to another thing to another thing. Now, now that's all life, right? Like this is what's happening every single day. So how do you silence the brain and how to use that silence to create your vibrant life? Here's the thing. You don't have to go anywhere for that silence. It's right here with you at all times. Let me explain. So I often find children's books quite amazing and there's a beautiful children's book called The Sound of Silence. You know, unfortunately, I can't remember the author, but it's all about this little Japanese boy who keeps searching for silence and finally finds it. And it's right there with you at all times. Has there ever been a time? Let me explain what that particularly means. It's right there with you. Has there ever been a time where you've been so engrossed, engrossed by, engrossed, is that the right word? Engrossed by a sunset that you didn't notice time passing. You sat in meditation and didn't have any idea how long you sat. Or you were sitting by your child's bedside when they were sick and had no recollection of how much time had passed. And you're just sitting. That is silence. That is stillness. And I'm going to give you some steps on how to create that stillness intentionally, okay? But for now, I just want you to understand and see and comprehend the importance of how silence is always there and all you have to do is access it. 
And at the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can use that silence to create anything you want. So how do you access that stillness intentionally? If you're not driving, I'm going to invite you to do something right now. Okay? Close your eyes and keep them closed. Don't do this if you're driving. Just keep them closed for a minute. And when you do that, what are you noticing? All your senses, I mean, especially your eyesight, 65% of the people population is visual. We process information visually. And by shutting down, by shutting down your eyes, you go inwards. You're shutting the world out and you go inwards. It's like all that stimulation is stopped. Like there is pause. And that's a simple thing you can start to do anytime. Even if it's frenzy, busy, there's a lot going on in your life. When you just take 30 seconds to just close your eyes, you become, you go internal. You go to your internal reference rather than looking on the outside for reference. Now, the second one, the second way to access the silence is meditation. Now, meditation is a daily practice. And it's not just about sitting for 10 minutes and 20 minutes and one hour every day. It's about creating this practice of being in a meditative state throughout your day. I haven't mastered it. I'm just being transparent with you guys. It's not something I have mastered. And I hope to at some point in this lifetime. But for now, if that's if you can create the state of of just peace and calmness and this state, even if you can just start with a daily practice of meditation, it will absolutely help. In the beginning, if you're not, if you have never meditated or you're new to it or you're you haven't done it much, you can do a guided meditation. There are plenty of apps these days. I think I think it's clear space. Is that right? Clear space. You know, I just sit and breathe. I don't I don't I, I do I do some guided hypnosis. Oh my god, why am I stammering over my own words today? Okay, so I just sit and breathe many times. I don't put any guided stuff unless I'm doing my guided hypnosis, but hypnosis is different from meditation. And I just let my mind be. Let, I let my mind, I let my brain be and allow me to access my mind. In the beginning, when you do this, your brain will wander. It'll go to places you may not want to go, or you might be, you might suddenly remember that you have to do a gazillion things. It will throw random stuff at you. All that is okay. It's about making space and being. And if you tell me that I am not a meditator, I don't meditate. I don't have a hard time meditating. So let me first ask you, if you're saying that, how do you know that? How do you know that you are not a meditator? And what do you think meditation is? 
And if you do want to create the life that you desire, then what do you gain by holding this belief that you can't meditate, that you can't sit in silence? You know, in my life, I've gone to many, many silent retreats, and that was all before kids. And you could say that I was addicted to the silent retreats. The thoughts would be brutal on the first two days, on day one and day two. And then on the third day would start to calm down. And then silence was absolutely blissful. Blissful. I loved being in silence. Now hear me out. I could not tolerate silence. I could not. When I moved to this country to do my master's, you know, I came from India where there's so much noise. If you've ever been to India, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or if you haven't, just go YouTube India and you will see there's so much noise on the streets and like this, everybody, it's just, uh, there's just noise everywhere. It's quite deafening at times. Now when I visit, I have a hard time with that kind of level of noise stimulation. Like I can't, my nervous system can't tolerate that level of noise. It w- I would almost feel, so when I moved here and I was living by myself, I had lived by myself in India too, but like when I came here, there was something about being by myself and the quiet, it's so quiet The four walls, I would often feel like the four walls would eat me up. (laughs) I hated being by myself. But also, you know, here's why I didn't like being in alone or in silence or had to fill that noise with something, the lack of noise with something. Because in those days, my anxiety was skyrocketing. I was, my brain was often filled with chatter of negative thoughts and criticisms of myself. I didn't treat myself very well back in those days. It was really hard to be with myself. But, you know, obviously I've worked through all of that stuff right now. And I love being in silence. I love being quiet. That's one thing I truly miss, truly miss before, after I I had kids is silence. Oh, my two kids, they are beautiful beings, but Oh boy, are they talkers? They love talking. I mean, they talk up a storm. A storm. If you've ever followed me on Instagram stories, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, they have, they are such extroverts. And like, how are you both born to two introverts? I don't know. (laughs) I long for silence. But you know what I do to get my silence because they're also early risers and they get up talking. I'm like, why are you talking at like 5.30 in the morning? Just everybody be quiet. (laughs) So I wake up anywhere. Don't laugh and don't judge, please. (laughs) I wake up anywhere between 3.30 and 5 in the morning just to be in silence, not all days, but most days I do that because that's my time for myself. And I know anytime after 530, it's unpredictable. I don't know who's going to be up and I don't know what they're going to want. They're still so young. So, you know, that's just how it is for right now. But I have changed my life around that. I was always an early riser, but this is really early even for me. But, you know, what do you do? I love my silence. I love my meditation time. And I love, it's it's more the quiet time. 
Some days after sitting in silence, I will do some work. Some days I will work out. Some days I do other things. But it's I start my day by just sitting and doing nothing. And and you will know why as I as we get to the end of the episode and I share with you how to use the silence to create anything you want. You will also start to prioritize that. So the third way to access silence is to be in nature. You may have already experienced that when you go for a walk in the woods or go for a hike or when you're watching a sunset or when you are sitting by a lake. But oftentimes, you know, we're tempted to put on our headsets and listen to something or talk to somebody. But what if you did? What if you went for a hike and did not put on anything in your ears and just listened and just be in nature, taking the energy of nature? You'd be amazed at what that silence can do for you. Now, the fourth way of accessing silence every day without having to sit in meditation is that practice that I was talking about earlier. Practice not scrolling on social media the first thing in the morning or practice not picking up your phone when you're sitting in the stoplight. Don't take your phone to the bathroom (laughs) if you do. I know many people who do, which is why I'm saying that. Or You know, what if you didn't scroll and didn't do anything when you are by yourself, even for a few minutes? What would that be like? It's a practice. It's a habit. You have to create that habit of being with yourself. It's not going to be comfortable in the beginning. It's not. But if you want results, you can choose. You have to choose. You have to choose whether you want to flood your brain with nonsense or with information all the time or really have access to what silence can create for you and bring to your doorstep. Now, the fifth way to create silence in your life is to shut off all your devices. Don't take them to bed. Shut off all your devices at least an hour before bedtime and don't get on the internet the first thing in the morning. Don't. Because, you know, our brain is taking in information all the time and unconsciously. This is why advertisements work so well, don't they? Do you realize how well advertisements work? Because even if you don't watch an ad, they keep bombarding you with that same ad. After 50 times, you become familiar with it. And so you're going to think about it the next time something something comes up and you're like, oh, I know this. So that's how that's how powerful the brain is. It's going to take in any information that you get. And when you are scrolling social media, when you're looking at the news, when you are looking at your emails, so first thing in the morning, right before you go to bed, and that's when the subconscious mind is the most potent, what do you think is happening? It's taking in all that. It's forming imprints in your brain unconsciously. 
unconsciously you're being bombarded and you're being indoctrinated with information that you may or may not want. So when you start your mind, your day with silence, when you end your day with silence, when and intentionally, which is the next piece we're going to be covering, how to use the silence intentionally to create something you want, you are going to be blown away by what is going to be possible for you. So how do you use silence to create what exactly you desire? And how, what does silencing the brain exactly do? All right. Have you, here is where I'm going to take you next with that. So to answer that question, of what exactly does silencing the brain do? And then I would, I will, I will let you discover how to use silence as a tool to create whatever you want. So have you ever, you know, I, I'm sure you've had this experience. I'm positive you've had this. You're showering and you have this amazing amazing, brilliant idea about something. Like your brain is like you're being flooded with these very creative thoughts and like things are just coming to you. It's like a flow. And that's why, (laughs) that's why you have brilliant ideas, especially when you're showering, because there is nothing to distract you. And that's exactly what starts to happen when you can silence the brain. When you silence the brain, you have access to the mind. You have access to the subconscious. You have access to the universal consciousness, which is where a lot of creation, not a lot, all creation comes from. So how do you use silence then to intentionally create what you want? And that is the key, intentionally creating your life, creating whatever you desire. To make it intentional, I'm going to first of all invite you to bring any aspect of your life where you're not quite satisfied with it. Maybe your career, maybe your relationship. Now, something very specific that you're like, ah, I want this to be different in my life. So what I'm going to invite you to do, now this is going to take practice. So don't be impatient and don't be frustrated with yourself if you're like, nothing is happening if I do this, okay? So what I'm going to invite you to do is ask a specific question with whatever you're struggling with and whatever is the outcome that you want. And think about that specific question and then, and then just sit You can sit for 20 minutes, you can sit for half an hour, you can sit for 30 minutes, you can sit for four hours a day. (laughs) That's why those meditation retreats are so amazing. Ask a specific question and just wait. You may get the answer in that one setting, in in that one sitting, not setting, sitting, or you may get the answer in three days later or a week later. You never know. 
But the bottom line is making that a priority and making that a habit and starting to just write down. So you say you're setting the timer for like 30 minutes to just sit with that question. No matter what information comes through, wait. And at the end of 30 minutes, maybe set a timer for 10 minutes and just start writing. Let the answers come and see what happens with a pen, not typing. Just start writing with a pen or pencil. And and just start with that. See what happens. But the key is to do it. And I often do this as well. Like, I, you know, I have a specific question I ask before bedtime, before I go to bed. Because when you, right before going to bed, right before you fall asleep, right before you, and right around the time you're waking up, the subconscious mind is very potent. So when you plant the information for the subconscious mind in that moment, in that time, the answers will start to come. That's why in many, many, many cultures, they pray before bedtime and they pray right after waking up. It's because it's such a potent time for the, for the, for the mind to access the, the mind. And so to create your vibrant life, to create whatever you desire, First, start with creating an intention for what you want. And then this, the reason to sit in silence is to see what is the next step? How do I go about creating that? And to give you an example, say you are not sure whether to move to a particular city or not. Okay, so you're like, I'm not happy with where I am. I don't like the city where I'm living. But do I, 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 maybe I should move or maybe I should not move. I don't know. What is the best, what's the best decision for me? So you can just write down that question. What's the best decision for me? And whether you have, you know, if maybe you have a couple of cities in mind or states in mind, you can put that out there as well and then just sit. And in silence, you may get some, you may get flashes of, of the cities that you've been thinking about, or you, it's something will become, start to become clear. And this is what I'm saying in terms of being patient, because you may not get the answer in the first go. The important thing is to not question it and write. And this is why I love writing, because when you write and you, and you just let free flow of consciousness come through, come through to, to, come through, come to, through you. Oh my God, jeez. I really can't speak today. God knows what's going on. Anyways, when you let the information come to you through writing, it'll start to become amply clear what needs to be the next step in that particular situation. I've gotten so much information of what I needed. This is how this podcast was born. And this is how this particular episode came to be as well, because I got the information in meditation for my client. And then a few days later, I was like, wow, this and then again in silence, I got very, today's, just to be very clear, today is Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. And the podcast is released on Thursday. I could not get an inspiration for what I wanted to create for this podcast tomorrow. And in meditation today, this information came through that this is, this needs to be shared with the world about silence and the power of creating through silence. And I was like, all right, 
I'm going to sit down and do it. There you go. This is how this inspiration came as well. So I'm, you can use this for big things you want to create, or you can use this for small things you want to create. You know, like if you just sit with whatever that is, I was going to say things like stocks or whatever, like ask for specific information and then use that information, use that knowledge to whatever comes through you and use that information. I've created many things like that. Um, even even having children came from that place. Like it, it, it was, I sat in meditation for some, that in that case, I didn't trust my instincts because I wasn't sure, like I've shared in other episodes, I wasn't really clear, but it was also clear that this is something that wanted to happen and came through in meditation. And it's vital that you start to do this if you want to make big changes and create bigger things in your life. And if you don't have one to four hours to start with, that's fine. Start with half an hour, start with 20 minutes, start with practicing being in silence and other times in your life. So you're not bombarding your brain with information. You know, how often have you sat down and you immediately pull up your phone to start looking at something, looking at emails, looking at messages, looking at whatever, right? Like how often do we do that? And no, you know, every one of us does it. It's about creating that habit of not doing that. You can even just start with walking in, in nature, just go on a hike, be in nature and let information come through, come to you. You can do it any which way you want. You are your own boss. Just the key is to do it. So share with me, share with me in through Instagram what your breakthroughs were um, about this. I would love, love, love to hear. This is one of my favorite intuition, using intuition, using wisdom, using silence, using this. And this, this is how, this is how this is so powerful. This is how I live my life. And this is what I teach my clients to do as well, to to really access your own wisdom, because that is where creation lies. So share with me your thoughts, your breakthroughs. And if you have found value in this episode or found value in my podcast, I really invite you to please leave a review. Like I say in all my other episodes as well, like I love reciprocating. It's the law of reciprocation. It's Aini. It's ancient Incan for law of reciprocity, which is when, you know, when you give, you, you, when, when someone gives to you, you give back and it continues the cycle of reciprocity. And here's what I've seen with the universe. Like when, when I, when, when you just take, the universe takes from you, which is one of the reasons I'm always giving back because, that's anyways how I live my life, but mostly it's also because, hey, if I don't do, if I don't give back, the universe will take it from me. So might as well be intentional about it, right? Anyways, that was a digression. So anyways, if you found value, please leave a review and a good one because that's how people find you. Find find this. If you, if you found value and you want to help others, others will find it too. Um, and... That's it, guys. Goodness. 
I really stumbled over my words today, but I am not going to edit any of these things out because it is what it is. And you can probably read my energy. You can really read stuff, how I'm, what is coming through me. And I'm just going to trust that whatever needed to come through me for you is here. All right. Um, I had put a poll in Instagram for uh, and asking if anybody wants if if there was interest in learning more about creating creating wealth like how do you intentionally create wealth like learning more about money not from making money like you know whatever you do for work but how do you use your inner power wisdom will intend to create money to attract money into your life and i got 100% yeses so probably that's what's going to be happening in the next few weeks. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll do a money series. And once again, if you have questions, if you want to be, if you want your question to be featured in the episode, please email support at padmaali.com and we will get, and one of my teammates will get, we'll, we use, we'll get my, your question to me and we will and I will speak on those topics. All right, friends. I will connect with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and be well.